Unbounded once again. Don't be alarmed. Yes, we are not in the same room together, but we will be back in the same um, vicinity. We'll be back in the same spot uh, this week on Friday when we do another recording as well as our episode six of uh, Revisiting Lucha Underground. Uh, I'm yours as always, The Truth. Got my boy, the outlier. What's going on, dog? Uh, I'm congested. I've been fighting it for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. I am um, I'm here. Yep. And I miss football. Sorry to miss football, but, you know. Oh, we got football until, like, June. Yeah. That's the crazy part. It is pretty crazy. Because Super Bowl is coming up Sunday, and then the following week is XFL football. Yep. And then before you know it, it'll be in April, it'll be USFL. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's really crazy. Man, I am tired, though. I, I, I tell you, um, I'm just getting back. Uh, yesterday, we got back around four um, from Charlotte, North Carolina. NXT Vengeance Day was amazing. It definitely felt like a takeover, if you ask me. Um, amazing crowd. I believe we probably had somewhere around 6,000 people in attendance. Which um, I don't think when it when they announced it and they said they were going to have it in the Spectrum Center, I didn't expect that because I think a lot of people were thinking, why not have it at Bojangles? And I was one of them. But when you get in there and then you see how it looks, the amount of people that were in the arena, I was like, okay, maybe they picked the right place to have it at. And the place was rocking up. Uh, If you haven't seen, I actually have a clip. My vlog is actually up now on my, my uh, YouTube page where I kind of show some things. I tried to start a Chase U chat. I think I had like five people join in with me. Were they even there? Yeah, they were in the um, tag match. So can you give us the results of said matches? Uh, yeah, so opening match we had Dijak versus Wesley. Heard that was amazing. Yes, it was a banger, amazing opener. I think Dijak may have broken his finger like midway through the match. He did, actually. I saw it. I think he it happened on the Sasuke special. He posted on Twitter. It's 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 gross. It's broken. Even though Sean says that the finger wasn't broken, it was pretty messed up. He he it's broken. So it's over here. It's over like here, it's over here. It looked when you look at it, the bone, somebody said he should use that because it looks like a D and use that for his logo from now on. I have no objections to it. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly was using the heel hook with the literal, like, the, the bone heel and the, and the hook in it, so. But, yeah, it was an amazing match, man. Shout out to Dijak and Wesley for putting out a banger. Um, we got a bit of a uh, stats, and Tony D'Angelo came out for a, few, for a second to take a uh, moonsault to save Wesley. Um, then what, we get to the. Why was he trying to say? I don't know. You know, there's a lot of the story that I'm not getting because I can't really watch NXT as much as I want to. Hmm. Even though I, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to get back into it more, even though I can't watch it live. Because I know Bailey's going to be on tomorrow for right. Dino Hello. Interviewing Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Um, moving on to the second match, we had uh, Kaden Carter and uh, Katana Chance versus Kiana James and Fallon Henley. Shout out to my black queen, Kiana James. Um, they won. New tag champs? Yep, new tag champs. There was a pretty cool spot where Kaden Carter, I think it was Keanu Jane, she had up 
on the uh, turnbuckle in like an electric chair formation, and then Katana jumps up and she's on the top on the turn on the top rope, and then hits the Frankensteiner off of Kiana onto Kiana Jane. So that was pretty dope. Um, that was pretty good though. Nothing really was bad in this entire show to me. Um, we move on. I think the next match was Mello versus Apollo. I heard he had entrance of the night. No, those entr- that was like the best two entrances of the night. There were some really good entrances, but Mello's entrance was amazing. Trick did a great job at it. Trick, just about everything Trick does is must-see. Trick is going to be one of those guys that you look forward to seeing in the next three, four, five years. I mean, Melo's definitely going to be up there, but I think Trick is that guy that he may not give you a five-star classic, but when Trick has a mic or when Trick is, like, the camera's on Trick, Trick is going to make the best moment out of it. That's cool. And uh, also, might as well plug his uh, his little com- comedy series. That he has tricking ain't easy. Great stuff. He had uh what's my girl name? Jakara Jakara, one of the shows. No, Jakara is so fine. But we like I was saying a lot on uh Saturday, we must stay focused, my brothers. Black um, History Month, we have to. We must stay focused, my brothers. Because that Wait, milk was out there milking. Is this our first show of Black History Month? Huh? Is this our first show on Black History Month? I want to play a song. I'm going to play a song. I got to play a song. It? I'm going huh? to sing it. I already know. No, I know you're going to sing it. I know you're going to sing it. But you have to I already know it. it. I know. I know you do. Go ahead and do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, so- as you all know, it is Black History Month. So, because it's Black History Month, we got to play the song. You're probably wondering what song we're talking about. Now, if you give me a second, I'm going to show you. I'm black. Hey, yo, Smalls, turn up. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. Black History Month to all of you all. Go and learn some Black history and not just the ones that we've been learning since we were kids. There's so much stuff that I found out just in the first week of Black History Month. And I'm like, dang, it's so much to learn. It's a lot. Um, (laughs) Mellow versus Apollo was really good, man. It, It definitely had a slow start to it which I think was great because the other match started off real fast-paced, and this one built to the climax. And that's what I like about wrestling. Sometimes you can have that fast pace. It gets it gets to go, and you just, you just are nonstop. It doesn't matter. And then this match here was its total opposite. And shout-out to both Melo and Apollo for going out there doing what they do. Um, now, the thing that I'm really interested in seeing what they go with is what are they going to do when it comes to his name is not Commander Aziz anymore. They're going back to the uh, to the raw underground name of Dabakato. And so everybody in the crowd is like, oh, snap, it's Commander Aziz. It's Commander Aziz. And so I type in all the group chats I'm in, and then Imaz goes, is the one that corrects me, said, no, his name is Dabakato. So I was like, okay, so we're going back to Dabakato. 
Um, he looks a lot more in shape than he usually is, though. Um, in person, and then when I watch it on, on TV screen, he definitely looks a lot more toned. Yeah. So shout out to Davicato for uh, getting out there doing his thing. That that chokeslam was really impressive, too. But yeah, that was really good for what it was. Even though Melo won with a 2-0 sweep. I wasn't expecting that. I was kind of expecting a... A 2-1 situation where that last fall would come down to it. But when you see what happens with in the show, it, it does make a lot of sense why they went about it the way they did. So definitely shout out to Melo. As you can tell, he's probably going to be next in line for whoever wins the main event. Did you catch the Davicato name? No. Yeah, they, they changed uh, Commander Aziz's name back to Davicato. Is he even in the company? Huh? Where's he at now? NXT. He showed Good up on... Um, What's he doing these days? Uh, he is getting ready to start a feud with Apollo. Really? Yeah. After that, he came out there and pulled Trick down off the uh, off the apron, and after Melo beat Apollo, he powerbombed Apollo onto the chairs. Oh. And then we moved to probably my favorite match of the night for very for one very reason. We had Pretty Deadly versus the New Day versus Gallus versus Andre Chase and what is his name now? Not Brendan Vink. What is his name now? It's not Brendan Vink anymore. Duke uh Duke. Duke Hudson? Yeah, Duke Hudson. So if you didn't know, Duke Hudson is part of the Chase U uh, school now. He replaced the recently released Bodie, who uh, Bodie was in, has had a few matches on AEW. Uh, Dark. I um, thought Duke was the original uh, leader. No, Duke was. Uh, Duke's been all over the place when you think about it, because you remember he started with uh, MVP. During the pandemic, that was like the first time I seen him. And at the time, he was Br- Brendan Vink. It was him and Shane Thorne. And then that's right before the Hurt Business came around. And then he moved back over to NXT, was doing some stuff there, had a few with uh, Cameron Grimes, which I'm hoping that he'll be in the main roster soon. I think that'll probably happen after Mania, though. Um... But this was a really fun match, man. The best part to me was, like I told you at the beginning of the show, I tried to start a Chase U chant. When he went for his Chase U stumps, I didn't expect it to be so loud, but the crowd was all in for him. And then I didn't realize that he's from Cal- he's from North Carolina. Huh. So that makes a lot more sense now. So shout out to Andre Chase, man. A guy that when I first started, when I first saw him, I did not know what to think about his gimmick because at first it was like, who is this Matt Striker wannabe? But he's really taken that entire gimmick. And I go back and watch some of his uh his stuff on the on YouTube. And his shot, his shots at Dave Belson was great. He's done a lot of great stuff with his Chase U stuff. And Thea Hill has a lot of energy. Like, she is a ball of energy out there. Like, take... Uh, what's the height guy? Mojo Raleigh. If, Mo- okay. if Mojo Raleigh was a woman, you're looking at Thea Hill. That's, that's high. 
But fun match, man, fun match. Then we move into Toxic Attraction versus Roxanne Perez. Fun match. The story was there just leading up to the eventual breakup of Toxic Attraction, which um, which helps that story as well because Roxanne ended up winning this match. And then we get to the main event. Fun cage match, Braun Breaker versus my guy, Grayson Waller. Even though he lost thanks to that bald head conspiracy. There's a bald head conspiracy out in the WWE. What do you mean? And it's just not against my boy Top Dollar. It's also against Grayson Waller. Why is that? Because the bald head ref cheated my boy. It's a steel cage. How do you cheat in a steel cage match? There's no rules. Don't ask questions. It's a, it's a conspiracy. All right. What do you say, bro? But yeah, all in all, it was a real fun show, man. Just the feel of being in a NXT show like that definitely makes it one of my favorite shows to be uh, that I was ever involved in. I am definitely looking forward to another going to another one, man. That's what's up. That's cool. Uh, can we stay here for a bit? For uh, for speaking of scripts, have you seen the tweets about certain things being scripted? <laughs> yes. Because I bring this up because what have I said for a while now? I mean, he wasn't being serious, but for for the jokes, it was funny. But I'm thinking about it for the jokes, but it does. No, make the jokes have been amazing. Yeah, it does. It does make sense now, don't it? Yeah. My whole theory about the Saints not making it to that Super Bowl, knowing good and well, everybody knowing they the were going to the Saints not making it to the Super Bowl, the Seahawks losing Super Bowl forty, the way they did, like y'all y'all throw. Y'all losing that other Super Bowl, y'all lost. Super Bowl 49. The fact that Seattle should be three three times Super Bowl chance. Don't remind me. That's crazy. Wait, what were the other two? We won Super Bowl 48. Should have won Super Bowl 49. Should have won Super Bowl 40. What, which ones did y'all actually win? Super Bowl 48. I said we should be three times chance. Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, like that's crazy though, ain't it? Think about yeah. it. The the pay, the Saints were hot that year. They were hot that year. You know, I'll even say this, another hot take. I ever go as far as to say, what was it, 50, 52? Was that 2012? 52 49ers in uh in uh 47. 49ers, 49ers uh, Ravens, yes, 47. So, if it was scripted, and I heard Bomani Jones say this, shout out to this, he said, imagine everything is the same, right? But Colin Kaepernick gets that Super Bowl. But everything he does after that stays the same, you know? He still takes the D for social justice, all that, but he wins that Super Bowl. You know, think about that. I still think that, that everything about the, the situation would have been the same. Yeah. He would have got, he would have left the team. His girl would have did that and then everything, everything that would have came around. But it would, I think the only thing would, it would make it a little bit bigger story because he is a, would be a Super Bowl champion. And I think if if that play, if they would have scored that touchdown at the end of the game, he would have been the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Think about Which, it. Why else haven't the Cowboys been to an NFC Championship game in the last 27 years? Well, let's see. Tony Romo botched the front, botched the uh, field goal. Des Bryant drops the ball. Hey, let's no, let's. Hey, that's it. That was that Prescott that, that runs fact. down the middle of the field with no timeouts. That for a fact, I know it's scripted. That play right there, 
Des Bryant, that Des Bryant play. We had that game. Everybody knew it. Let's be fair here. Even if Des Bryant catches the ball and scores a touchdown, the Cowboys still will find a way to lose that game. Why? Because they left too much time for, at the time, the best player in the league. No, you're, you're kind of right. Our defense, we didn't have a defense. Right? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. We pretty much pretty much would have done the same thing we did when we played Green Bay years later. With that it, would, it would have just made the game a lot more entertaining. I'll say that much. Exactly. Exactly. Which doesn't make sense. Um. Uh, I can tell the NBA scripted because there's no way LeBron coming back on from 3-1 against the Warriors who was 79 and 73 and 9. Speaking of the finals, I went back and watched uh what is it? Mark's uh RDC videos on that on that entire finals. Uh-huh. Still holds up. It does. It does. I'm LeBron. I am the finals. He said, because you're trash. We lost 30 points. So let us lose to the Warriors again. <laughs> that one. What, no, was that the one where you said, why did you hold the ball, JR? Why did you hold the ball? Was it that one? No, that was uh, two years later. Who was that one again? That was. That was he's the Warriors, too. But that one, I think that was the year they got swept. The war that the. Uh, Warriors got swept or the no the uh Cavs Cavs got swept. got swept and that was that was the closest that was the closest chance they that was the best opportunity they had to win a game that was the closest <laughs> it got he said why did you hold the ball Jr why did you hold the ball the score was one of seven one of seven how you the only one on the court that don't know that because <laughs> I was going back and watching some of the ones he had done this year uh he just dropped one. With the news of Kyrie being traded to uh, Dallas, Dallas is now going to get Dodo. Yeah. And I forget who else. No, Brooklyn's getting Dodo. Yeah, Brooklyn's getting Dodo. My fault. Hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting. Sports are definitely scripted, though. Sports would definitely have some kind of script to him because they no way, not no way, but I feel like he would have gotten it eventually, but Messi went on the World Cup in that dramatic fashion like that. What if sports just have a very interesting way of not being scripted but still having such emotional moments? Like, See, thinking about even with, like, the uh, comeback and the playoffs this year, the Jaguars coming back from, what was it, 27 down, even the... Uh, the Vikings coming back from whatever how many points they were down against the Colts. Yeah. Super Bowl, I think about that too. Super Bowl 51? Three. Was it 53? 53. You're talking about uh, Brady and the Falcons? No, 51. Brady and the Falcons. Yeah, no, 51. No, oh, we, no were, you're right. we were 49. The Broncos, we lost in 49. The Broncos. 150, 50. Yeah. 51 was them. Because they went, didn't they go like three straight years? They went 50. They went 51, 52, 52, and 53. Yeah. Because they Should've beat the Falcons in 51. Yep. Lost to the Eagles in 52. Right. And then beat the Rams in 53. Right. So what, was, what, what, year, what year is this now? 56? Seven. 57. So after the Rams, it was. 54 was the Chiefs. Yes. And then the 55 would be the Buccaneers. And then 56 yep. would be the Rams. Okay. But who you got? Who you got Sunday? I'm gonna Chiefs. ask again Friday, but still, I, I got Chiefs. I can't I can't let the, I like Jalen Hurts, but I can't <sighs> let the Eagles have this. Plus, I'm, I'm, I need, I want the Chiefs to win because the idea that people are saying that Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes is absolutely insane behavior. All right, so people need to chill out. First of all, 
Pat Mahomes is without a doubt the best quarterback, like I said last episode, and it's not even close between him and number two. Jalen Hurts had an amazing season. Yes. Jalen Hurts has to do that consistently. Yes. In order to be considered a great at this point. He's going to win a ring. Huh? He has to win a ring. He has to win a ring, yes. But when you think about it, number two and number three, it don't have a ring. Oh, Burrow and um, Allen. Josh hasn't even been to the Super Bowl yet. Burrow's been to the Super Bowl. I will give him this. He is close. And you, you know what? Now, now that we're talking about it, we might want to be careful and watch out for <laughs> Trevor Lawrence because I think Trevor Lawrence yeah. is going to be a guy that's going to really make a stake for being in the top five next season. Oh Because yeah. he had a really good second half of that season. Yeah, he did. We should know. <laughs> now, with Tom, now, Tom Brady's officially retired. Yeah, he's done. He's, he's done. He actually, has a con- he actually has a deal to uh, work Fox in 2024. Yeah, he's, he's done. And we're the team that beat him. Oh, shoot. I knew yeah. it was okay. I, 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 I remember what I was supposed to do. Matter of fact, I'll be right back. No, no, no. Save it for Friday. I want to see it in person. I want to see it in person. You don't have to do it now. Huh? You don't have to do it now. I want to see it in person. Okay, I'll do it Friday. Friday, I'll be wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey because Cowboys have uh, did what I told them to do. They uh, retired. Tom Brady. Here, here. So you don't feel alone. I'll wear my stuff too. Okay. It's gonna be a cowboy celebration. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out all the SpongeBob memes. Yeah, baby. My voice is gone too, so I can't really do it as well. I'm still trying to get my voice back. Uh, I we were. I was just in there straight cracking jokes with another dude. Man, it was it was, an, it was an amazing show. Um. What else? Any of anything else sports related before we get to some um, other stuff? Uh, Rexham, Rexham is uh is in the is in the FA Cup against Sheffield United. They played him again. They played him on the 29th and drew three to three. And the winner they play now they play Sheffield at Sheffield's home. And the winner of this game not only advances in the FA Cup, but they uh, they will um, play Tottenham, the Tottenham Hotspurs, at home. So if Wrexham wins, they will play Tottenham in the race course to advance to the next round of the FA Cup. So it's a big deal. Also, Duke beat Carolina. Yep. Duke beat Carolina. John Shire got his first win. Indiana for once again beating. It was was a Purdue, was it? I think it was. Yeah, and then also shout out to Norfolk State for uh, handing Hampton a big fat L this weekend as well. But hold it ready to go. Huck Fenton. AJ Green is retiring. Oh yeah, I just I did see that AJ Green is uh, officially retiring. The Pro Bowl was quite entertaining, man. Yeah, so I heard. Pat Mac and I think that's why Pat McAfee wasn't at SmackDown this week because he was also doing a Pro Bowl. I saw your boys kind of struggling at the Senior Bowl too. Oh, Bijan? No, your uh, quarterback. Max? Yeah, he, he was kind of struggling at the Pro Bowl, at the, uh, at the Senior Bowl. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, if we can't get him, if we can get any a quarter, any quarterback coming out just to light a fighter under Dak Prescott, then, hey, we'll be in there. Don't got to be Max. Don't got to be Stetson. Don't got to be Will Levis. So, what if Aaron Rodgers goes to Vegas? I I couldn't tell you. Because evidently Devontae was Rodgers in Vegas. Well, they were tight for years. So, I mean, I can understand why his sentiment. 
I'm about to find out who posted this in Bleach Report. What's your favorite Super Bowl moment? And it's the interception. Somebody posted a picture of the interception. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be mad. Uh, that's all that is. Evidently, it was an Eagles chant at MSG. Yeah, Eagles suck. The Knicks fans are the Eagles suck. Um, yeah, that's all I got for That's all I got sports wise. So what is the what else is going on in the world? Um there, there uh, was a there was a quite there was quite the uh back and forth between like black conservatives and like white conservatives over the weekend. Yeah, I don't care about that. I was gonna say that Kendrick Lamar won best rap album as he so deserved. I mean, there was no competition if you asked. It really me. wasn't. It, it, it was like this is your nominees. Uh, these are your nominees. It was just a, a, a down year for hip hop. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It was though. Uh, the Rock got to meet Ade- got to meet Adele. Robert Glasper won uh, best R&B album of the year. Good. Which Chris Brown Good. wasn't too happy about. Of course. I'm sorry, Robert Here, Glasper's album was just thing. better. Here's my thing to celebrity who tell musical artists who get mad when somebody else wins. Here's an idea. Make better stuff. Chris Brown's music starting to sound a lot like like each other. Chris Brown's gotta switch it up, man. Oh, speaking that, of Grammys, shout out to uh Tennessee State University for being the first HBCU band to win a Grammy for an album. Wait, didn't we didn't win it for an album. We technically were featured in a Grammy award-winning video. So one best video, or what did we were featured win? in the video that won the Grammy? So was it for best video, or was it for best yeah. song, best That's video? Video. Oh, well, it was a good video. It's a great video. But uh, Tennessee State won it for an album that was their album. They. They dropped a whole album? Yeah. Huh. That's really good, too. Hmm. It's called uh, The Urban Hymnal. The Urban what? Hymnal. Oh. Okay. So definitely shout out to them. Shout out to Professor Professor Larry Jenkins and the rest of the band staff at Tennessee State. He's a pretty cool dude. They they had a quite busy weekend too because they were just in Atlanta Saturday and then they had to get all the way to LA for the Grammys. So it's it's been a big, big year for HBCU bands, man. Shout out to Tennessee State. Shout out to Norfolk State. Both bands really put on for the HBC band world this year. And me as a HBCU band guy, three years in the Norfolk State University Smart Legion, I could not be any more happier. Oh, shoot. My Lacey Evans on video went over 100 views. That can't, that can't be right. What happened? Tyson Fury versus Franson. Francis Ngannou in a cage with Mike Tyson as a referee. Francis Ngannou retweeted this. Four-ounce gloves, check. In a cage, check. What? Wait, what are Queensberry rules? I don't know, but I'm intrigued. Right? And Francis I, just saw, won- I just saw that uh, Connor's back. Yeah, he's going to fight Michael Chandler. And... Um, at the next pay per view, but he's going to be the next coach for the Ultimate Fighter. That's what's up. Yeah. So, all right. So, Queensberry rules. That's what. That's what it says. Queensberry rules are code of accepted in the sport of boxing. All right. So the rules are to be fair. Stand upright to be a fair standing stand up uh, uh, boxing match. Twenty four foot ring, no wrestling allowed. Three minutes uh, 
three minute rounds, one minute between rounds. Um, if either man falls through weakness or otherwise, he must get up unassisted. It has 10 seconds. Um, yeah. No seconds allowed in the ring during the rounds. A man hanging on the ropes is considered down. If if the if the fight can is stopped by any unavoidable interference, the referee is to name the time and place to finish it. Uh, fair size boxing gloves. Should a glove come off, it's up to the referee to replace it. Uh, a man on one knee is considered down. Uh, no shoes or boots with springs allowed. Basically, it's basically uh, basic boxing rules. So yeah, Tyson Fury wants to fight uh, Francis Ngannou. Last week. In a cage. So, like, but he is, like, boxing, but in a cage. Like, you know what I mean? You, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and Mike Tyson is referee, which I am totally intrigued by. Um, Roman's going to kill Sammy at the Elimination Chamber, isn't he? Yes. Okay. But it's going to be an amazing story. Uh. It is by far the best story going on in wrestling right now. Okay, we so got that, we got to the hotel just in time for that segment too. Friday follow up. Do the Usos retain Friday? The question is, who is defending? Because Jay is like not is like MIA. So do they go with having Solo? It, Maybe. I think they do retain because I do think the goal is to go KO and Sammy. Right. I think KO and Sammy will be the ones to win the belts. Hmm. Because people forget that they've been telling that story as well as the Sammy Zayn bloodline story. So it's not like they haven't been giving Sammy out as soon as he gets destroyed by Roman. Um, did you know that hip hop is 50 years old? Yes, so at the Grammys, they had uh Run DMC, Salt and Pepper, LL Cool J, uh, Missy Elliott. Gl- Why is Glorilla there? One, so, one of the agents no, was is- telling me about it, she was, she was like, they had all the OGs there. And she did all those people, and she was like, Gorilla. And one of the other ones was like, it's Glorilla. I was like, like, she's not an OG, but okay. She's not. <laughs> like, of all the new school rappers, Glorilla. Man, let me see this full list. Glorilla, bro. Um, F-R-E-E. Yeah, Queen L.O. Cool J, De La Soul, uh, Too Short, get out of here, uh, Ice-T, Grandmaster Mel, Melly Mel, Method Man, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Grandmaster Flash, Method Man, Public Enemy, Rock Him, Rudd DMC, Salt Pepper, Scarface, Buster Rhyme, and Too Short. It's a good lineup, though. Huh? It's a good lineup. Yeah. Black Thought was also there. Uh, yeah. But, like, all of that and then Glorilla. <laughs> make, make that make sense. Snoop was at know. Snoop had an excuse. Snoop was at the uh was at the uh... Yeah. But before we get into anything else, man, I wanna stop here and just get a little message out there. Pardon the interruption, but let's go ahead and talk. So I know there's a lot of people out there that 
deal with wanting to wear hats and things like that. But you don't want to mess up your hair. Well, I got a perfect thing for you. I'm a brand ambassador for King's Crowning. Yeah, that's right, King's Crowning. They have dad hats, fitted caps. As you see here, they have little halo turbans that I absolutely love. Look at me, man. Just, just look at this red turban that's sitting perfect in my head. Don't you just want one of these? Well, use my code, Unbounded1. Get 10% off your next purchase. What y'all waiting on? Go get one. Trust me, you won't regret it. So, I'll explain later. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, what else is going on in the, in the world of life? Um, not much. Uh, not much. Not much at all. Just trying to keep living. Uh oh. Right, what the heck's going on here? So now, evidently, MJF has put his hand, his uh, word out there regarding the whole situation between Miss Lee and uh, Mr. Wentz. What are right, so what's going on it, there? So basically, MJF is vouching for Zach Wentz, saying that he's not anti-Semitic. Because there was evidently some uh, current wrestler that he refused to uh, acknowledge that evidently assaulted him and called him a bike with a K. And a what? Zach was a bike with the bike that starts with a K is a is a uh, slur for is a Jewish slur. Oh, which I did not know until we did one coverage on a football player that said the word that it was a slur. I, I didn't know the word existed, so I would have never said it in the first place. But he basically said that Zach Wentz stood up for him. Matter of fact, I can actually read you the tweets. So part one, everyone is afraid of talking honestly, so I will. Zachary, Zachary Wentz is an anti-Semite. I lived with him. The fact he's not on TV right now because a girl who got caught lying about abuse couldn't handle a breakup and posted a photo of him doing something in just as wild. Part two, when a wrestler who shall remain nameless keyed my car and called me a, Zachary went out his way when everyone else turned a black eye to check in on me. The court of Twitter can sometimes get dirtbags out of our industry, but the court isn't always right. This is, this is what happens. We, we've seen it so many times where somebody is not as guilty as the current of public opinions of the IWC thinks they are. And now the man is out of a job, well, out of a big job. Because I don't think anybody, I don't think he's on anybody that has a TV deal show. He's just doing independent stuff at this point, right? Yeah. And it sucks because honestly, I was afraid that it would negatively impact um, Wes. Thankfully, that's not been the case, and Wes has been able to recover and continue to go, go on. But it, it just sucks to see all that happens to Nash, and then Gigi kind of getting brought into it because she's with him now. Sorry. I'm not... What, what happened? Eddie Kingston was uh, is on the Jericho cruise singing "Hello" by Lionel Richie. Oh gosh, does it sound good at least? It, it's it's Eddie. It's it's decent. He's put his heart into it. This is an interesting question. So this comes from uh, the Black American Black Announce Table podcast uh, Twitter. They say, "Serious question: Can y'all take another year of Roman Reigns holding the uni the uh, championships?" If they can continue to sell a decent, uh, a top yeah. story, yes. Yeah. However, I don't know if that's where they're going to go because I do think that Cody's time is at Mania. 
you do or do not? I think it's Cody. I think Cody takes it at Mania. You think he brings back the the belt? That belt he wants to bring back? I would love it, but I doubt it. It probably won't. Get, I don't think they'll probably modernize it. Do you think we get one belt? One belt when Cody wins. It's time to get one belt. If they're not, if they're going to have one world champion, why are we still carrying around some belts? Bless you. Thank you. Because I've never liked carrying around two belts. Like, I like one belt. But here's the other thing. For the top champion, I've never liked for the word heavyweight to be in there. I just preferred world champion. You know what I mean? Now it's AEW world champion, ring of honor. Have I told you? I feel like I've told you this before. What's that? Like, I prefer, like, the only top titles that should have heavyweight in there is if there's a junior heavyweight. Like how in Japan they do it. All Japan junior heavyweight champion. And then the All Japan triple crown, which you know is heavyweight. IWGP heavyweight championship. IWGP junior weight championship. You see my point? Yeah. Like, that I like. That makes sense. But like in America, I think the issue, especially in, in on WWE TV, have a junior heavyweight championship, or in WWE's case, they had a cruiserweight championship. You make it a little bit more difficult when you start muddying everything up. When you have guys that should fit in that category that are not really being put into that category. So when they had the cruiserweight championship on Raw. Finn Balor could have been in that situation. There were so many other names that should, that could have been in that cruiserweight division. But it felt more like these are just cruiserweights and you guys are going to be in this box while there are other people that are also in the same build as you that could also be put here to mix things up, but it, wasn't, it was not treated as such. Which is a shame. Yeah. I now, I, I think weight classes in wrestling is cool. Yeah, I do too. To a degree. Yeah, you have a... But, but I also believe if you can tell me a good enough story, regardless of weight class, I'm here, which is why I enjoy intergender wrestling. You know? I do. It's all about the story to me, so... Yeah. If Brian Cage oh, wow. can tell me a good story with, uh, I don't know, with Jordan, with Jordan Grace, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch Jordan Grace and all five four of her go up against Brian Cage and all, however tall he is. He's not that tall. He's like at least six feet. Yeah, I'm staying. So I'm stood next to Brian Cage. He's shredded and jacked, but he's not that tall. Oh, uh, he looks short. He 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 is. There's certain dudes you you can tell that are absolutely built and are just short. Yeah, I took a picture with him. I took a picture with Brian Cage. I thought he was I'm I'm five nine. I'm pretty sure I was like five eight, five seven at the time. Oh like five eight. He, eight, he eight, wasn't eight. that much taller than me. Yeah. He really wasn't. Uh like so you know, like like Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. John is like five three though, right? Yeah, but he is shredded. Oh yeah, absolutely. How you went a pretzel. Yeah, I I, I want no smoke with John. No. Um, Wesley put a uh, picture of the Bur- Burberry scarf and just respect on his Twitter. He did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, what's going on? I guess Friday we can actually go through and um predict the uh the NFL honors. Because I think no, and if I'm honest, it was on Saturday, right? Yeah, day before. Um, hmm. I don't think there's anything else like super crazy going on. It's been a very uneventful week, honestly. Yeah. Even in politics, it was pretty boring. Really, the only thing that really got juicy was just that whole situation with like, uh, what's the name from Daily Wire and Maj and 
Sonny really going that down. Yeah. I might make a video about that later on if I really feel like it and I get all the information I want to. Because the whole thing was like, you could have left it, if you would have just left his tweet without the Happy Black History Month at the end, I don't think anybody would have had an issue. The second he made made that backhand remark is when people were like, no, nah, you do as much as your dog. But shout out to Marge and uh, Sonny. Why is Lil Why are Lil Uzi Vert on stage? What did Uzi do? He's on stage with these hip hop icons like he an OG. I didn't realize Uzi was up there, dog. No, I'm not even gonna watch. I'm not even gonna put myself through it. I'm not. I'm not. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not. I'm not. Anyway, that's 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 just what all I got, honestly. Same here. I'm gonna go try to find me some dinner. I might take a nap, honestly. Um, see what's going on for us today. Got smacked. They got raw tonight, and then I'm gonna hit the sheets because uh, I'm still tired. All right. So with that being said, peace, love, pot stars. Always remember to drink your water. We out of here. See y'all later. Peace.